Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another Going Greyhound show on this Tuesday morning. Terrific week of Greyhound racing in New South Wales. The past week, of course, we saw the Southern Stars run for the first time at Goulburn last Friday, taken out by Aston Barak. We saw the Cannonball feature uh, at Richmond on Friday night, which was won by Lepidoptera. And up north in Darwin, of course, it's their their main part of the year. And we saw the, the Darwin Cup go the way of Manzu, the Western Australian. So it was a big week. The feature at Richmond on Friday night, the Cannonball, won by Lepidoptera for Adam Wade. Bang Racing, missing at Preston Lee, fast away, Lepidoptera to lead early. Here's Stormy McBride coming across, call us crazy, three deep, three dinks away, Preston Lee, but coming home hard. Then My Girl Sia, gap away to surprise, baby, good odds job, and double threat to the bend. It's busy, call us crazy, he snuck up on the inside of Lepidoptera, Lepidoptera and call us crazy, Lepidoptera wins it, Lepidoptera for the cannonball, got home to beat, call us crazy, and Stoney McBride has roared home, and then came My Girl Sia. Back in the race came Preston Lee. Yeah, that was Lepidoptera taking out the cannonball uh, Richmond last Friday night. And we're joined by, well, he's he's not the trainer in name, but he does a lot of work with her, Paul Wade. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Matt. How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, a big congratulations to you on her win in the cannonball there on Friday night. Must have been a big thrill for you. Oh, yeah, it's a big thrill. Yeah, she's a, she's a, a good little bitch. Um, but I, I didn't do much work. She does all the work. She just races hard. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. She's she's the she's almost the perfect greyhound, isn't she? She possesses all that early speed. If there's one little concern, it may be just at the end of say a 520 meter race that she she's getting a little tired. But she tries her hardest, and you can't do much more than than do that. And and as an an owner trainer, that's all you wish for, isn't it? Oh, yeah, she's got natural early speed. She seems to have lost a little bit of that early speed as she's got a bit more mature, uh, but she's got stronger, so it all you know, it balances out. And on Friday night, she drew a little bit awkwardly, but her her recent runs, she's been coming from wide boxes. So were, how was the confidence levels going into the Cannonball on Friday night? Oh, I was quite confident about her in the Cannonball. Um, I, I basically predicted that she'd do that to all the people that I spoke to. Um, she, she's well suited by that, that middle box. Um, she likes to jump from even numbered boxes. Uh, she jumps a bit better from those than she does uh, where she's you know, forced to go in a bit earlier and stay there for that extra fraction of a second longer. Um, so I was quietly confident on Friday night. And and now that she's 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 got that feature race win under her belt at the at the, at the sprint distance. Where to next for her? Will we see her back at Wentworth Park? She's had a number of starts there. Hasn't been able to win, but she's got a very good record over the 500 at Richmond. So will we see her back in town at Wentworth Park, or do you think you'll keep her to the the sprint trips now? Oh, no, no. She's she's destined to go back to Wentworth. She's nominated for Saturday night. Um, She's not going to go into the the big races sort of stuff, but she'll uh, just nominate for a normal class of race on Friday, on Saturday night. And just tell her, tell us a little bit about her name. I believe uh, Lepidoptera uh, is is a type of insect. Uh, well, Lepidoptera that's the that's the genus of butterflies and moths. Um, she was sort of she's it, it was a, a misnomer because one of the other litter uh, that she was in had a butterfly shaped white marking on her chest, and when we named it, I think we named the wrong one. Um, but so she's named after a butterfly. 
marking on her chest, which is not actually there. Well, that's a that's a very interesting story. Well, it's a it's a very interesting name, but uh, one thing is for certain, she's 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 very good. She's so consistent, and with that early speed, it's going to hold her in good stead going forward, isn't it? Yeah, well, hopefully she'll go okay on Saturday night, and then she'll start to show her true colours at Wentworth Park. Yeah, and do you have any long term goals with her, or more just to get her to Wentworth Park and try and get a metropolitan win under her oh. belt? I think we'll just try and get Metropolitan to win. She's she's a very good bitch, but she's probably not quite up to the shoes of Pearl type dogs. So uh, she might as well just hang around with the with the, you know, the crew that she's uh, she's suited by. Yeah, that sounds like a a good play. There's not too many that are in the she's a Pearl boat. That is for sure. Well, a big congratulations on her win there at Richmond on Friday night. It was a terrific performance after being headed on the home turn to come back and win and. Uh, yeah, well done to you and good luck this weekend uh, with Lepidoptera going back to Wentworth Park. Thank you very much, Matt. So there we have Paul Way talking about Lepidoptera who took out the cannonball at Richmond last Friday night. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat with the Deputy CEO, Greyhound Racing New South Wales, Wayne Billet. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going Greyhounds. They came out as one. Out wide, Aston Merrick away. Brittany is going to clear him and lead over Gatlin, which will drop in behind it. Good odds, cash a length away. Robbie Rotten the inside. Two off the Melcat. Big boy in power of that. He got pushed back in the field. Midnight return and crowds are daddled. Aston Merrick leads on the corner. Is being pressured down by Gatlin to the outside from power of Batty. Aston Merrick in front. Gatlin running it down, but Aston Merrick, the Southern Star, shines on Aston Merrick as he wins the final from Gatlin. Third home in the event. Power of Buddy, good odds cash. Then midnight return, Melcat, big boy, crowds are dazzled. Yeah, that was Aston Barak for Jason Fletcher taking out the newest feature race here in New South Wales, the Southern Stars at Goulburn last Friday. And we're joined by the the new boss of Greyhound Racing in New South Wales, Wayne Billett, the Deputy CEO. Good morning to you, Wayne. Yeah, good morning, Matt. Uh, Firstly, just a a word on, on... your previous boss, Tony Mestroff, I believe, finished up last Friday. Just a quick word on on him and and what he's done for Greyhound Racing in in the the almost five years that he was the CEO of New South Wales Greyhound Racing. Yes, mate, it can't be underestimated the the, the, um, the value that Tony added to the industry. Coming at a time when you know um, industry was at the crossroads, um, and you know he said he said a framework in place to sort of enhance the industry across a number of perspectives, whether they be, you know, at the time when when Tony took over, we were still involved in the regulatory component of the industry before the introduction of GWIC. Um, Obviously, also returns to participants, feature racing, uh, rehoming and welfare. So across that sphere, uh, Matt, Tony done a fantastic job and has culminated in um, where we're at today. Uh, Obviously, you know, the, the racing and the prize money that our participants um, race for now is, is, is been um, increase has been outstanding as well. You know, the, and that's been balanced by our flagship events like the Million Dollar Chase and the Seven Fifteen, and you know the, the replay of the Southern Stars and and the Country Classic and Thunderbolt etc. So it's sort of lift, it's lifted our sport to a new level, Matt, which is which was really important. So it's something that uh, you know industry should be really proud of, and, and you know, which, and that'll be Tony's legacy of. of of being able to leave the industry in such such a healthy um, state across across all those facets. Yeah, absolutely. Like you go back to when he started, and there was no million dollar chase, there was no seven fifteen, there was no Southern Stars, uh, Country Classic, uh, Thunderbolt. None of these races were 
were on the calendar and now we see them all across New South Wales. It's it's going to be a, a long-lasting legacy that certainly he leaves. And, and to a lovely little segue into the Canamble Carnival, big announcement uh, last week uh, around the prize money levels uh, for that carnival. Can you tell us uh, what they are? Yeah, so uh, thanks, mate. So, uh, yeah, the Canemal Carnival, uh, what, what an absolute fantastic uh, event that our history have. I've had the pleasure of um, attending many Canemal Carnivals over the year, and I can say it's just it's one of those places that you you know you've got to get to on your bucket list. That uh, it's an it's an opportunity for industry to come together and, and, and catch up. And you know, and let's be honest, the last couple of years, you know, just because of all the impacts of the pandemic and other issues, that you know, the, the carnivals had a severe impact. So. This year is really important, not only for the club, but from an industry perspective. And, and again, Graham Racing New South Wales is, is, is um, supporting Carnival by providing that provincial prize money for that, that Friday night meeting. And, you know, the clubs assembled, you know, a fine ray of feature racing on the night. So there's no, there's no, there's an opportunity for every, every Greyhound, regardless of, of their uh, grade and ability to be able to, you know, have the opportunity to take that prize money home. So, you know, for normal races in that space, they'd be normally racing for five hundred, eight hundred dollars. Well, you know, we've got races you know, consistently worth, you know, that fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand um, dollars, right across the program. So, uh, which is a really important component of the industry, and again, just an opportunity for people to get a reward and return on on, on the work that they do to produce their uh, grounds. Yeah, absolutely, and. As good as the the prize money levels, I suppose, for all those big feature races are, I guess ninety percent of the uh, the greyhound population are probably at that lower lower class of of level. So to to have that terrific prize money, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a just reward for them. And um, with that being such a popular carnival, you would like to think the the participants will really get behind it and and. And hopefully the nominations will will lend us to some terrific racing over that yeah. whole weekend. Yeah, exactly, mate. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, the, the regional communities that they're they're the industry's bread and butter. Um, they're the ones that turn up every week for the racing all over the state. And, and again, this is just an investment for those people, an opportunity for them to you know to be able to to race for some of that better prize money levels. So you know. It's, Again, we we can't do without them, and it's nice to be able to support them um, with these type of initiatives. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great initiative uh, from from my perspective, and yeah, hopefully everyone gets behind it. Now onto the the million dollar chase. Just feels like yesterday that I was calling Cheese Pearl to win the the MDC in May, and it's almost back upon us again, isn't it? Starts off next week, I believe, uh, at Gosford and Bulleye next Tuesday. Yeah, correct, mate. You're right. It's uh, it's like you've uh, it's like you've rolled you've 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 turned out of bed one night into another, and he he rolls into another MDC, which is which is really which is just exciting for for industry across the board. Is that you know again, uh, you know the MDC. Well, it's the flagship event is the MDC. There's another a lot of associated events that go with that. Um, it's something that you know we're, we're, the industry is really proud of. And you're right. Next next Bulleye, in uh, next Tuesday, Bulleye in Gosford. Um, Kick off in earnest um, with their heats, which is which is exciting. And you know, across seventeen venues, we'll trek around the state over the next three or four weeks, you know, culminating in you know in, in a few weeks' time, some preludes at Wenty into the finals, etc. So uh, I can't wait to be honest. And you know, obviously um, everyone's sort of waiting with bated breath to see what the you know, defending champ um, She's a Pearl is going to do. Obviously, we've got some you know we've got some other high quality sprinters um, around 
around the state and the country as well. But it will be, uh, yeah, it's certainly uh, a great way to kick off. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess with with what She's a Pearl did over the Easter egg and MDC carnivals last year, how she was so dominant, I guess there's that little question mark because she hasn't raced since she won the Million Dollar Chase in May that... Uh, she might be going into the series a little bit underdone. So we saw Shipwreck, the Queenslander, uh, be dominant on, on Saturday night. We'll chat with his trainer, Ned Snow, uh, in a few moments' time. But uh, it, with her under that little question mark, I guess it, it leaves the series wide open and, and you would like to think off the back of that we might see a, a really competitive uh, little series coming up. Yeah, definitely, Matt. And I think, I think the one thing that we can um, definitely uh, take... Uh, Positive Napoleon is if that if she's a pearl does contest the series, uh, she'll be contested at 100% fit and cherry ripe. I, I, I would I wouldn't see her not participating in the series if she was any other way. But you're right if if she's not involved, it certainly does. You know, as you said, shipwreck he, he's taken all before him in in recent times, and then you know we've had Gatlin who in recent times who, who won the won Group One um, in early July, and then obviously Goodhart's Cash and a couple of other youngsters coming through. So it's you're right, it could be a very open event, and who knows what uh, what's going to come from interstate through some of the other series. So, it's, uh, as always, it's intriguing, and um, we're happy to watch it play out and see where we lean. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a, a terrific series, that is for sure. Well, thanks for the chat this morning, Wayne. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. And and the best of luck in, in your new role as the Deputy CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Yeah, thanks, Matt, and I really appreciate the opportunity to come on. All the best. Thank you. No problem. There's Wayne Billett, the new Deputy CEO, Greyhound Racing, New South Wales. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll have a quick chat with Ned Snow about his star shipwreck. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going Greyhounds. And they're racing now. Zipping Maserati, a touch slow to begin. And Shipwreck bounced out fast out wide. Carves over, looks for the lead and will find the rail. So it's Shipwreck from Zipping Maserati to second, two lengths away. Third is Yuko Girl. They're followed by Chase Me Honey Mickey Do. Last Zipping Kyrgios. Shipwreck off the back. He's increased his lead on Zipping Maserati. He's three lengths in front. They're well clear of Mickey Do. But around the turn, it's the Queenslander. Shipwreck making a statement. Shipwreck won it by four and a half. Zipping Maserati. Mickey Do third. A gap. Zipping Kyrgios. Chase Me Honey. And Yuko Girl. What about this time? 29-32. Yeah, a statement he did make, Shipwreck, the Queenslander. First time we saw him at Whitworth Park, and boy, he was impressive. We're joined by his trainer now, Ned Snow. Good morning to you, Ned. Yeah, good morning. Firstly, big congratulations on on his performance there on Saturday night at Whitworth Park. He had had a trial the week prior. Uh, he, he He ran good time, but his first split probably wasn't brilliant. Did it surprise you the other night just how fast he was able to begin and then also off the back of that, how fast he was actually able to run. Yeah, it really did. He just kept on improving that dog. He's, um, I always knew that he was going to turn into a good dog, but it's just a matter of time, you know. And uh, he's proven himself, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Off off the back of that, he's he's going to be a big player across the the next next couple of months with all the big feature racing uh here in new south wales um obviously he came through the the state of origin series he was in the match race against zipping kyrios um there was a lot of money for him to suggest he would win that race were you super confident 
taking on a, a, a greyhound like Zipping Kyrgios, particularly in that match race format? No, I wasn't really. I, uh, you know, you never looked that far ahead. But I mean, uh, we all know how strong he is, and that was our big advantage. To but uh, he's going to end up being a good stayer down the line. But I mean, uh, we were very pleased to see him. Uh, he sat on the outside of that dog the whole way, and they still put him away, you know, which was um, which was very good, exciting for us. Yeah, I bet it was. I I must admit, I thought if he had to sit outside, zipping curious, it would be a terrific race because he is very strong, and he just made him look second rate. And I guess that was probably the the statement race that I guess people started to really take notice that hang on, this this guy's serious, and then to see what he did on Saturday night was, was quite phenomenal. Phenomenal. Were you, was the, were you shocked at how well he began or, or has, has he shown you at home that he can jump like that and he just hasn't quite been able to fully put it all together? Well, many years ago, uh, an old trainer, Dave Irwin's father, he used to say, if you've got a good dog, you've got to pick out his bad faults and try and improve that, and you end up with a good dog. And that's what we done. Dave took him down there and uh, gave him a couple of jump outs at uh, Grafton, and uh, Dave was quite confident that he would come out running, which he did, and uh, that's all he had to do was stay straight and that early pace put him in the lead, you know, which... You got to grant it to Dave too. Like he's uh, he helped me out there. So uh, no, we're really pleased. We just hope he uh, he remains a, a good box dog. Which when you're out in front, it's very hard to run him down. You know, especially a dog like him that he's so strong. In that second half, the second half of the race, if he's out in front, it's it's impossible for for others to to be able to run him down. Now going forward with him, uh, he's in at Albion Park on on Thursday night in the heat of the state national up there. That's the plan for him now to go through the national series, hopefully qualify for the national final back here at Wentworth Park, and then off the back of that, the the million dollar chase. Yeah, well, that's um, that's what we got penciled in but whether it turns out that way or not is another thing but um, he's in hard on Thursday and he's got box seven so um, we'll just see how his box has perform you know yeah and was that the the plan on why you brought him down to Wentworth Park just with all this feature racing that's going to be here in Sydney over the next couple of months you just wanted to get him accustomed to to coming to Wentworth Park well we did. That was what we planned because um, sometimes you need you need a couple of runs at Wendy to get to know the track. But um, he's such a um, he's such a good dog. This fellow, he does his own thinking. You know what I mean? Like uh, even in races, you never see him run into other dog or anything. He sort of waits his turn, and he he sort of. You can nearly read his mind, you know. He's a pretty smart customer that way, you know. 
Yeah, well, that's a that's a big that's certainly a big advantage because there's plenty of others that that don't think their way through a through a field when when they're back in the field. So to have that racetrack now, I suppose, uh, is a is a big advantage, and and he's going to be a, a star in this sport um, for 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 quite some time. Particularly if you think he can get over a staying trip, because the way he is at five twenty, if he can translate that to the the staying trip, he's going to be a serious stayer, isn't he? He is definitely, yeah. But <clears throat> you know, when uh, when I was breaking them in, he always showed promise right from the word go. That's why I said that we got to pick a name for this fella because um, he's going to be up there in the in the highlights one day, and. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why he ended up with shipwreck. So I don't know where we got that from, but uh, no. When when we first went to Ipswich to trial, out of the two eighty eight there, if you run around the seventeen, uh, it's pretty good for a pup. And he runs sixteen eighty something first look there. You know, like he's always showed promise. You know, so yeah, well, I'm sure he's. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be in some highlights before the end of his career. He he is a he is a, a dead set star. Well, firstly, good luck on Thursday night in, in the state heat up there at Albion Park. I'm I'm sure even from the wide draw, you would think he'd be able to qualify for the state final. And then, if you're fortunate enough, we'll see you back here at Wentworth Park uh, at the end of the month for the national finals. And then, of course, the million dollar chase off the back of that. But yeah, he's a star and. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about him uh, over the next 12 months, no doubt about that. So good luck this week, Ned, and and, and with the future with Shipwreck. Okay, thanks a lot, and uh, let's hope he gets through uh, Sam, that's all. So, yeah, that's, always the, that's yeah. always the most important thing, isn't it? Yeah, he, but as it is now, he's pretty injury-free, so he's hoping that he, it stands up, you know. Yeah, touch wood, it, touch wood it does. So good luck, Ned, and thanks for coming on. Okay, thank you. Bye. So that was Ned Snow, the trainer of Shipwreck, who looks to be a, an absolute star of the sport. And certainly very interesting to, to hear Ned's thoughts about him progressing to a staying trip. He might be a very, very good stayer. We're now joined by Neil Brown, who's the, the media officer of... Uh, Greyhound Clubs Australia to talk about the Nationals, which kick off this Thursday night. Good morning to you, Neil. Have uh, the Nationals back after uh, a couple of years off, and uh, it's uh, um, a very sought-after event. Uh, that uh, state parochialism always uh, um, runs around, doesn't it, uh, Matt? Uh, people love uh, their Greyhounds to represent the state, and we're looking forward to it in uh, sensational Sydney. Yeah, it does. It's it's funny being a Victorian now, coming up to to New South Wales and having a bit to do with with other Queenslanders. There's or just in a little group chat that I'm a part of. There's Victorians, New South Welshmen, and Queenslanders, and the state of the state of origin parochialism, as you as you mentioned, is is there for us all to see, and and it's only going to only going to improve, particularly with. With shipwreck now announcing himself from from a Queensland perspective, of course we've got Wow, she's fast doing what she's doing currently uh, in Victoria at the moment, and while she's out for the time being, which is what she's appeals been able to do over the the last few months, it's, 
there's there's points to to be made from from each date, and um, yeah, it shapes up to be an exciting nationals. Just talk us through the uh, the the series itself. Of course, we'll see. Uh, a lot of the heats this Thursday and Saturday, and then the the state finals uh, all run on the same night. Just tell us how how that unfolds. Yeah, we introduced um, that system uh, a few years ago, Matt, three or four years ago. Uh, I think it was the idea of uh, Michael Floyd uh, from Sandown that uh, all the finals would uh, coincide on the one night. They used to be a little disjointed, and um, clubs raced on their uh, on their particular race nights, but. Uh, uh, it seemed a terrific concept to have uh, all the finals um, on one big night of racing right around the country, and uh, that's been quite a success. So we're looking forward to that big finals night. Uh, most of the heats will be decided uh, during this week, and uh, those finals giving uh, the interstate greyhounds a chance to get to Sydney um, with a little bit of time prior to the national finals. Of course, uh, uh, late uh, late in the uh, in the month. And uh, we'll be up in Sydney on the on the 25th with the finals on uh, the 27th on Saturday night at, at Wentworth Park. So uh, those finals will be so decided, and um, you know it's a it's a bit of a showcase of greyhound racing right around the country, isn't it, Matt? Yeah, absolutely, it is. And and you touched on just before uh, the nationals have had to be cancelled the past couple of years due to COVID. How? And you, and you just mentioned uh, the national finals here in Sydney on the on the twenty seventh. It's 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 a big weekend, isn't it? With with a lot of extra um, extra things on show to to really showcase greyhound racing. Can you tell the the listeners what uh, what I guess other things that are on that weekend? Not just the the, the greyhound racing on the Saturday night at Wenny Park. Yeah, we've got a, a symposium that kicks off on uh, Thursday morning. Um, which will be at the uh, National Maritime Museum in Darling Harbour. It's a uh, free entry. Um, we're, um, we've got a number of guest speakers and uh, we're, we're concentrating pretty much on uh, TV presentation, social media, um, all that uh, type of subject. Uh, David Simonetti, uh, the previous CEO, uh, Troy Harley is our CEO, well-known to, to Sydney folk, uh, the uh, Newcastle boy and now in charge of uh, GCA uh, put most of this together. But David Simonetti's uh, idea of having a symposium we had in um, Perth in 2019 it was very successful. So we've continued that. Uh, there's plenty of social activities um, because we usually get uh, 80 to 100 delegates from most of the states around Australia, given that uh, the annual meetings of uh, not only Grand Clubs Australia are on... Um, our, our uh, regulatory body also meets, so uh, representatives from uh, GA are in attendance. And, of course, uh, we've got the dinner, a big night on Friday night, uh, Matt, with the uh, announcement of the Greyhound of the Year. And um, we've got a couple of uh, Hall of Fame inductees um, and runs of the, the run of the year uh, is announced, and uh, those award winners will all be presented at the gala dinner. And uh, we're getting out to... Uh, to uh, have a look at Richmond. So that'll be interesting for a lot of us interstaters to go and have a look at the Richmond complex with the straight track. Um, many have probably been there over the years. It's such an iconic track, been around for such a long time, but it'll be interesting to see the upgrades uh, and uh, how Richmond conductor will be back at Wendy for the big meeting on uh, Saturday night, which is always a wonderful place for Greyhound Racing, Wentworth Park. It's steep in tradition. 
um, and it had, has, it's had the Nationals as far back as the late 60s at Wendy Park. So um, it's a pretty jam-packed few days. So we're going to welcome crews on the on the harbour as well on uh, Thursday night. So plenty to do, and uh, it'll be great to catch up and uh, network with people uh, from the other states. Um, it's a really favourite time of mine personally. I've been going to them for a long, long, long period of time, and it's just great to see the people you've uh, know and uh, and got to know over the years, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. And it, as you as you just mentioned, that networking, I guess you 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 talk to these people um, on a regular basis, but you might not get to see them face to face very often. So to to get that opportunity um, over the course of a weekend to uh, to socialise with people that are in the the same position as you are in different states is is something that um, you definitely do cherish, and I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a massive weekend for an early tip. Can can I hit you up for an early tip, or is it a little bit too early to tell? A bit early before the heat to run, Matt. Uh, I reckon um, you know I'd love to see what unfolds uh, this week. We've got some, you know, really high. Look, it's a it's a sort after event, and, and um, yeah, sure we'll have some greyhounds that are missing for injury or or other reasons. But uh, gee, um, you know, I've never seen an ordinary dog win a national championship, uh, and it's been won by you know a cavalcade of stars over the years on both distance and uh, and sprint. Uh, but uh, we, we'll have an outstanding final field. There's no doubt about that, and uh, and a worthy winner, Matt. So be a bit early. Bit early to start tipping, though, mate. Uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, I'd like to see how the heats unfold this week. Yeah, I, I thought it might have been a little bit early, but I thought I'd ask the question anyway. So, anyway, good luck with the with the whole national series. It's a it's a, a big month ahead, and and I'm really looking forward to to watching all the the state heats unfold this weekend, and then of course the state finals the following week uh, before the the big one in in around three and a half weeks time. Well, it'll be a thrill for you, Matt, uh, to, to call the Nationals, I don't suppose. Uh, um, have you have you called the Nationals uh, heats and finals, I suppose, uh, at a different time, but not not a National final, I suppose. So, no, nah, this, this, this will be my first one, so, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be terrific. Good, good. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you, Matt. Sounds good. There's Neil Brown, the uh, media representative of GCA Greyhound Clubs Australasia, talking about the Nationals, which kick off with heats this Thursday night. Uh, and then, of course, we've got heats on, on Saturday night at Wentworth Park. It's going to be a big month ahead as far as the Nationals are concerned. Well, that wraps up going, Greyhounds, for this morning. Hope you find a few winners this week. Best of luck to you all and take care.